0: Featuring insights and inspirations from the mind of Boogie Triggs. This is Boogology, a Low Tree Studios podcast. My name is Jason Galbraith. I am the producer and co host of the show. And joining me is the man behind the name, a 21 year Air Force veteran and a high level leader and motivator of people, Mr. Boogie Triggs. On this podcast, I wasn't sure what I wanted to bring to Boogie Triggs. I've got several topics that I want to discuss and pick Boogie's brain about. And that's the concept of the show. I bring stuff up and we just sort of dive into the topic and explore it. It's only our second show and we recorded this one the same day that we recorded our previous show. And I wasn't sure if I really wanted to tackle this in a short amount of time because I wanted to make this podcast a little bit shorter, but I decided to go forward with discussing depression. It's something that Boogie and I both deal with. So let's pick up in the very beginning where I reveal to Boogie the topic that I want to discuss. Enjoy the show, guys. Boogie and I both, both deal with and 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 manage and navigate through a little bit of depression. So Jason. I don't know if that's necessarily uh, a short show, but no, I do want—I do, do want to explore a little bit of it, and maybe we can make make it a part one of two or something like that. But. We discovered in our conversations that we both deal with it, and it's a common it's a common thing for most people, and 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 those that don't maybe necessarily deal with it don't necessarily know what it's like to deal with it, and it's okay, and it's not one of those things where it's like, hey, feel sorry for me uh, because I have it, but it's it's something that certainly is a part of my life, and as I've discovered in conversation with Boogie, it's a part of your life. Do you, Boogie? in dealing with with your own depression understand where it, the origin of it or is it just something that's, that 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 kind of sweeps over you
1: no i i understand the origin of it the origin that happens with mine has a lot to do with um with everything in your life you know you you are reared as a child and they give you your morals right yeah during that time so for me the depression comes from back then. Not per se of what my p- parents did or what my family did, just um, occurrences that happened, mm-hmm. okay? I guess that's a double entendre there. Situations that occurred during my um, my childhood, which in turn made me feel less than suitable, um, less than worthy. So whenever I see something happen, you know, it falls right back into that whole dichotomy of me not feeling worthy, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So I remember my wife even saying to me one time, why don't you feel that you deserve anything good? And I'm like, wow, you you saw that, you know? I mean, mind you, we, we've been married uh, 27 years together, 28. However, this was like maybe three years ago, so 25 years, we were together. And she said that to me, Why don't you feel that you deserve anything good? And I say, I don't, I don't think that I don't deserve She said, you do. I say, Wow, you saw that. I'm like, Well, yeah. In a sense, I don't is because the society at that time as a young, impressionable, adolescent, everything I tried to do, the world was kicking me in the balls. Tell me, no, you can't do it. You can't be successful at it. So I was trying to fight an uphill battle on a very slippery slope with nothing but weight in front of me, pushing me back. And each time I think I'll get some type of grip, there was more weight added to it. So now.
0: added by, Added by yourself?
1: No. The world is fucked up. I told each one of my kids is the world is fucked up. And it doesn't apologize so the world is tough suck it up no one ever told me that i had to go through my own growing pains to understand that so the weight was thrown upon me by others because i'm gonna tell you when people are like down and out it makes them feel better to see others that's oh, further yeah, yeah. down and out than them no for sure so like they said never kick a man when he's when he's down the hood i grew up in the kick best a man t- when he's down best time to kick him when he's down because you don't have to work as hard <laughs> Right? You don't have to raise your leg as high because he's already on the ground.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so
1: so for me, it was like, it was going through that. So everything I did, I looked at it as just a level of survival. Everything that happened, it was just survival. This is expected to happen. So when I make it through it, hey, I made it. All right? But that didn't translate to success to me. It translated to, hey, I'm alive. Shut up. You're alive. Don't brag, don't boast, because somebody's out there waiting with another big ass boot to kick you the hell down Mm -hmm. and show you um, that you're not all that. So,
0: how 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 have you used it? Because look, we can sit and dissect depression again. It's something that's a part of a lot of people's lives, and those of us, those of you that are sitting there listening right now, that deal with depression. It, you're still alive, so right. h- how have you used it in a way that has fueled you to become the person that you are today? Because I look at it as fuel. Sometimes right. it becomes a temporary setback, and sometimes it becomes a temporary implosion, which also which also becomes an explosion at times in the environment that you live in, whether it be with the people that you know and and, and especially the people that are closest to you. It can become quite a, quite a big explosion, you know, but how have you used it as fuel to become a better, better person and, and become the person that you are today?
1: Well, th- there were some things that were done to me, um, that I don't want to talk about right now because this is, we don't have enough time to delve into that.
0: We, we will.
1: I know. Yeah, we will. So
0: this will be part one.
1: Right. Of yeah, five. Those, <laughs> 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 right, real good. Some Hollywood shit. <laughs> Gotta make movies like this. Yeah. So any rate, uh, there was some things that that were done to me and that had occurred to me, that happened to me, that when I became that I can stand on my own too, and not just that, but but provide a life for myself, I became a crusader for the underdog. Yeah. yeah. So that gave me a purpose. That that way I was not able to focus on my demise. Rather on the prevention of dares. That's okay.
0: that's good, beautiful. So that's how you well, converted it. Is that is yeah, that, yeah, and and, and, and and still though, I mean, as if a, as a, a man in his fifties, does it still creep up on you? And and when it oh hell yeah, and, man. but when it does, what is it? Because I feel like I I feel like if I really sit and be and become conscious i can i can see where it came from i right. can right but there's a part of me that refuses to allow myself to say hey that's where it came from you can stop now there's a victim mentality inside of me that says no you deserve to be depressed you're right. a fucking victim dude
1: right. well he- here's the thing there's three type of people involved in the interaction okay there's victims there's survivors then there's warriors i stopped being a victim i stopped being a survivor i'm a fucking warrior
0: all right but are you still a victim at times of your own depression no 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 no
1: no no i'm not victimized by the depression the depression hits me i just have to find other ways to channel it, channel it mm. sometimes i can't sometimes i can't so do i feel i can internalize it yeah i i do I do and I deal with it and I move on. However, as long as I can still get up every day and have something to go do and find a purpose. Yeah. That now is put so far in the back burner, it can be burning on the stir on the stove, smelling like a bunch of shit. I don't give a damn. It's not bothering me. Yeah. Because I, I have another purpose elsewhere.
0: I believe that is one of the not cures. I don't wanna say cures, but it is one of the ways To navigate through a a a world of depression is as having a schedule that's that's got purpose or one that's got you've got somewhere to be you've got something to look forward to. There's so many times where I've entered into a day or a week where I'm just completely down, but I know I've got to do a podcast. Well, it's and you got to get
1: over it. It's the same as like I said about you, man. It was so profound to me with your statement of success, having the ability the freedom to get up every day and create something that gives you purpose. It does. Yeah. Yeah. And I have channeled that into my mantra now for me to do what I need to do. My mantra has that, you know, so it feeds me, it drives me, it motivates me. So even though I may not be feeling like I'm that person, I'm that guy, I'm the one, that purpose of being there for other people, I feel like maybe I'm their person. Maybe I'm their guy. Maybe I'm their one. Mm-hmm. So it enables me now to still have that strength. So I have to look internally. I look in- externally and see that somebody else might need me more than I need myself.
0: Right. So how have you been able to pull yourself through maybe some of a t- a tougher tougher times, tougher depressions? and And an even harder question, there, as as a person who's dealt with it, <clears throat> there was a time where I I didn't I I was depressed a lot, and then I started teaching yoga and and exploring yoga and 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 healed it for a long long patch of time where I didn't even deal with it.
1: You I know didn't what? Didn't come
0: through into my life. What's the longest period that you've allowed yourself? And I say allowed because I do believe we have control over it. Yeah. Uh, you have control over the entry point into it, and you have control over the exit point out of it. At what point, what's the longest time you've allowed yourself to sit in it? And and I'm talking in hours, days, whatever. I
1: I can't put it in time because I always find another way to distract myself. You know, be it uh, listening to music, watching television. Does that
0: heal it? Does that help it? No,
1: there's no heal. Uh, there's, there's no healing to the process. You don't think so? No. I Like, let me tell you something. When I was in the military, this is a whole different situation, yet it falls in line. When I was in the military, they had a policy about racism. All right? Once racism rises his, his nasty head, they lop it off. So anybody shows any sign of racism, they immediately... Receive punitive of action.
0: May I ask why we don't do that in our own damn society or in our own damn, he- damn head?
1: It sounds good. Look.
0: Uh, no, go ahead. Go it ahead.
1: sounds good. However, that, in my opinion, was not the proper way to go about it. What's the proper way then? Because when, if you're teaching a racist, if they show any type of racism, they'll be penalized. That just teaches them how to be a better racist.
0: What do you mean by that?
1: Being that if you see racism lopping his head, you cut it off, then the rest of the racism stays below the surface. It's just a better racism. You deter- you, you're determined now to subdue it so no one sees it, mm. but it's still in you. Mm. So I think that the only way you cure it is providing a process by which to cure it. And racism isn't a disease, it's the racist <clears throat> that is a disease. The racist is the virus. Therefore, the racists have to find within themselves there's a problem and want to earnestly kill that, pro- kill that problem. If they don't want to cure it, there's nothing we could do to offer that. So the same thing, yeah. when it comes down to depression, when we see depression, we think, soon as it starts to rise, we can cure it. How do we cure it? We cure it through um, doc- sending it to a doctor, psychiatrist, mental, or we, we cure it through medical. So mental or medication, however, comma, that's not really curing it, Mm-mm. in my opinion. No. I think that we're all going to suffer through depression, even people that have a, a very good life and everybody else's eyes. They suffer from the depression. There's an RB singer, Phyllis Hyman, who I love that woman, man. Oh, tall, statuesque. Oh, that woman was beautiful. She committed suicide, mm. and nobody. Everybody was surprised, like, why in the hell would she do that? She was a beautiful woman. She had everything. She had a professional career. She was a millionaire, all this other stuff. When you hear her songs, her songs talked about being depressed. Mm. But the only thing we heard them as was like love ballads. Yeah. But so the thing is, we are telling the world what we need. We're telling the world that we need something. However, it's not common to what true depression is. Which is? True depression is however society sees it. True depression is somebody that could be borderline or is full schizophrenia. Depression is somebody that may be causing harm to himself or harm to someone else. Depression is not somebody like myself, and this is me. I'm speaking on me wholeheartedly, that as much positiveness I walk around with, if I receive rejection from that positiveness, it fucks with me. So when I'm at work and I'm like, hey guys, let's go do this, this, and this, Mm -hmm. as a leader Mm -hmm. and I meet opposition and I have no comeback for that opposition to resolve that opposition, it fucks with me. So unless I can come home and work through my own problems to figure out a way to go back the next day to challenge that opposition, I'm depressed as fuck. Cause I'm like, why can't everybody see what's going on? Why can't everybody understand that what we're doing is trying to make things better, and it consumes me. So I really have to put in a lot of work, man. After I leave the job, for me to go back in the next day to have my head straight, so everybody see me as being that goes boogie with his positive, cheerful self. Because you
0: have a res- you feel like you have a responsibility. to be I have a responsibility be to be that. When, when when there's a side of you that isn't that,
1: that's not that. So when a weekend comes, I really let go, and my family has to deal with it. Yeah. Not that I'm blowing up and throwing and breaking shit. It's just I don't want to do anything. Yeah. I my, my wife's like my wife's like, let's go do something. I'm like, nah, I'm good. I want to see her, look at TV in front of the fireplace, eating ramen noodles. <laughs> right. I'll
0: take a break. Yeah. From being boogie. And doing shit, yeah. Cause you feel you you cause you put yourself through a level of responsibility. Yeah,
1: and it's exhaustive. Yeah. You yeah. Know?
0: Yeah, I understand that. I I think if if we're to go back you know the the, the sort of way in, in which to heal many many things is to be is to is to be to be aware of it. Right. Awareness is the key. Uh we all want to fix and a quick fix and to put a tool here and a crank there. And, and, and really the truth is if we just shed some light on it and create some space around it, that's when the, the sort of healing starts to, starts to take place. And also I think one of the biggest things in terms of depression for me that's helped is, is taking some responsibility for the fact that for one, I'm not a victim because what, one of the ways that I I pin myself into a corner when it comes to depression is is my my lack of want to take responsibility for my part in it, right? And and, and in that wanting to, to to take on this sort of woe is me mentality, the world is is crumbling down upon me. It's right. it, it's not my fault, you know. And it's thoughts like that. It's that that continue to to are that are cyclic you know it's a cycle and it just pushes and and pushes you down and the way that i've found to come out of it is to take is to take ownership of my part in it uh whatever whatever it happens to be does that does that make sense
1: it does i mean what what you're saying is everything is basically systemic like i'll tell you right now you're talking about the world every day i get up i know that the world has something planned for me and i wake up and i say okay let me get strong for this shit Mm -hmm. i don't know what it is but i'm getting strong for this shit. as it goes throughout the day my strength has to shift yeah to and fro right so to deal with whatever's going on right however comma (laughs) (laughs) i'm fortunate the fact that i have the reputation my brand is so strong with people that even during my weakest moment the respect and my brand carries tends to get me through whatever moment without me having to be that strong. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing is like during my my strongest days, I put effort into instilling or strengthening my brand. So during my darkest days, my brand is not tainted, tainted, right. So the thing is, is that I can continue to exist around these uh, amongst these masters without Appearing feeble or weak, even though inside I'm feeble and struggling. weak. Yes, I'm struggling like a motherfucker, man. So the thing is, is we we have to find out our common ground. What makes us who we are? Our our commonality that makes us who we are. Not delve into the world to find out how we're going to fix the world or deal within the world. Yeah, but just who we are. So I know what makes me strong. I know what gives me strength. I know what gives me drive and determination. And that is, as I alluded to before, the purpose for being there for others. Because if I didn't have this job, I would probably be a stereotype. If I didn't have a purpose, Mm. I'd be a stereotype. I would be a retired military veteran that's a um, veteran, a a disabled veteran, Mm -hmm. Right. And I hate using that word, that's why it's kinda of hard for me to come up with it. <laughs> A disabled veteran. Right. Right. That sits at home and drink and don't do anything else. Yeah. And die. Yeah. So I need purpose. I need to be purpose driven. I need to be purpose determined. I need to be purpose understood. And I need to be purpose received. So that is my whole thing. Okay. So, I I know we're doing this, but I have to say to you, as I said to you before, and if it sounds like a broken record, then fuck you. It's supposed <laughs> to sound like a broken record because we talk so much together. You have changed my life in a way by giving me this media, mm-hmm. this this outlet for me to still be me, re- remain constant remain relative, and have the purpose. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate you so much for that.
0: All right. Well, you're very welcome. Uh, What is your purpose, dude?
1: My purpose is... We've said
0: it, but what is it?
1: My purpose is to get people to know me. Get people to know you. Me. The real me. Why? Because I, I think that sometimes, not sometimes, oftentimes, thereby most of the times, we tend to has judgment on somebody based on somebody else's opinion, uh-huh. or something that we see in a person that reminds us of somebody else they either we like or hate. We don't let them go through the actual vernacular of being who they are. So for me, I'm like, know me, like me, or hate me. Just know me first. That's all I give a shit. After that, I'm okay. Well, so b- let's dial it, let's dial it in a bit. Dial
0: it in a bit. All right. And I like this idea of relating purpose. To- to depression because i right. i believe that it is me knowing or at least feeling and having the gravity of purpose that's 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 allowed me to survive right depression right but if we're looking at purpose right, right so look at it from this one perspective which i have adopted i believe it I love it. It comes from Eckhart Tolle, but the one first and foremost, our purpose is to be calm. I like
1: the way, I like the way you speak about it. Eckhart Tolle. Yeah, he's great. I, I like that. Yeah.
0: yeah. You got to check him
1: out. Eckhart Tolle is your Zig Ziglar.
0: I've got a few of those, <laughs> <Okay. Good on. laughs> but so. Eckhart Tolle is one. Ticknet Han, Oprah Winfrey, there's a lot of them, but okay. Eckhart Tolle, our first purpose is, is consciousness. Right? So if you think about that, that's amazing because actually All what right. we just talked about is having consciousness and having awareness and surrounding your life with that right. allows you and creates space to heal. Right? right. For example, if you hurt something, right, you hurt, you, you hurt, you stub your toe. You're very aware that you stubbed your toe, yeah. and now you're gonna bring some attention to that area and some awareness to that area so that you can heal it. Right. Anything else, it's the same. Right. If you're sick, you're gonna bring awareness to that. If you have a cold, now you're now you're in a position where the whole, your, all your focus is going on that one thing so that you can heal it. Right? Right. That's consciousness. That's awareness. So with Eckhart Tolle, the first purpose is awareness. Right. It's consciousness. The second thing though, Boogie Triggs, is awareness of your purpose to serve other okay. people. So if you say your purpose is for people to get to know you, how does that serve other people?
1: That that serves them by understanding like. We all have hidden agendas, and, and we all have these tendencies to remain guarded. To have someone that you look at, you respect, you consider as a good person, you even sometimes admire to be fearless enough to be candid, to be to just expose themselves like that. Maybe that might give you do, the strength, the courage to do the same. Mm-hmm. And I think by doing that, we make ourselves look within ourselves because I don't want to open my mouth unless I know what the fuck I'm talking about. I don't want to tell you something about me unless I can actually validate it to fact check it. So it tends to wipe a lot of the bullshit aside. Mm-hmm. And by doing that, we get a lot of the bullshit out of the way because you can lie to anybody for 15 minutes. After that, you better know something. Right? Right. A resume gets you through the door. When you get through the door, you better know what the fuck you're talking about. So you can bullshit anybody for 15 minutes. So if you were to get past the bullshit, relationships will grow a lot quicker. They'll be a lot stronger and a lot more solid. So that's what my thing is. I'm concerned about if I let you know me, maybe you'll do the same with me. Okay? Right. Because, you know, at work, I always say in order to get 15 minutes of information, You need 45 minutes of conversation. So the 45 minutes is 15 minutes of me getting you comfortable enough, me as a leader, getting you comfortable enough to understand that whatever you give me is not going to come back and bite you in the ass. So give me the 15 minutes I need without saying what 15 minutes. And in our conversation, you're going to give me those 15 minutes. So after those 15 minutes, I'm going to have to give you another 15 minutes of reassurance that whatever you said to me is not going to bite you in the ass. So 15 and 15, 30, 45 at the end. So that's 45 minutes. They get 15 minutes of information. And we shouldn't be that way with each other. But we are. And there's we reasons are. why we are. I, I know. I know. Because there's, there's things that happen in the world. The world is fucked up. Somebody's always trying to take advantage of you. Somebody has another hidden hitting, hitting agenda over here not trying to tell you. However, comma, I expose myself to a level I want to be exposed. All right. I expose myself enough to know that you cannot hurt the part I'm exposing. This is what I love about
0: this show. And you can look forward to this on the shows to come. We'll open up with the topic. it may It's going to go on an incredible journey. So hopefully you enjoyed this journey on this particular podcast. Thank you for listening to Boogology. And remember, know yourself before anyone else does. Thank you for listening, guys. Appreciate it.
1: Good night.